DocuPod, the stories behind documentaries. When my father was exiled, once Europe disappeared, nobody knows he was still alive. But one day, very surprisingly, my father received a postcard. So it tells my father today is anniversary of one of very famous poem he published in the 1930s. So I see the expression on my father's face, how that moved him. That made a very strong uh, impression on me. So when we are start doing this uh, project on Arkansas, what we are concerned is how to build up a kind of communication to get people to say, "Hey, maybe you can also express your feeling." Welcome back to DocuPod. I am Tiffany, and I am joined by Cheryl Haynes, who is the founding executive director of Foresight Foundation, the principal of Haynes Gallery, and the director of Ai Weiwei, yours truly, documentary coming to San Francisco in April. We'll talk all about the screenings coming up. How are you doing today, Cheryl? Terrific, Tiffany. Thanks for having me on the show. It's、uh, it's a very exciting moment for us. It definitely is. Everything is based right here in San Francisco, so we're so excited to talk about it. From the 2014 exhibit at Alcatraz to the upcoming film premiere screening, it's such an exciting time. I definitely want to get into the origin story. How did you meet the legendary, incredible human rights artist Ai Weiwei? Well, I actually first met him in 2007、uh, when I first traveled to Beijing. I've been the principal of a contemporary art gallery here in San Francisco for over 30 years, and and I've always had a real personal interest in artists from a vast variety of cultures. And it was suggested to me at that time that the art scene in China and Beijing, in particular, was incredibly interesting. So I had a couple of colleagues, both curators, who. Were very kind to me,、um, Jeff Kelly and, and Britta Erickson, who sat down with me when I expressed interest in going to Beijing to learn more about the artists that were living and working there, and they made an exhaustive list of everyone they thought would be of interest. And they thought that I would be a really、uh, great advocate for some of these people who are just becoming known in the West. And on that list was Ai Weiwei. And little did I know, when I first met him in his studio more than a decade ago, that we would end up working together so closely, that we would become friends, that we would together create an exhibition that received almost a million visitors.、Uh, it's been quite a journey together. I love it so much. As far as the exhibition, it was at Alcatraz in 2014, called At Large, and. Basically, it was a call to action, making sure that people take the time to recognize human rights, take them to heart, and make a simple gesture to people who are unjustly imprisoned worlds away by having postcards and sending them to these unjust prisoners. I know I kind of gave a little bit of detail, but I know that this is very close to your heart. So, can you explain it to our listeners? Sure, absolutely. So in 2011,、um, Ai Weiwei, who was long an outstanding、uh, critic of the Chinese government, was detained.、Uh, he was secreted away for 81 days by the authorities for speaking out for the human rights abuses around him. After he was released,、uh, as his friend, I called him and 
and basically said, Wei Wei, you know, is there anything I can do to help you? He sounded quite affected by the experience. And he said, yes, come to Beijing, let's sit and talk. But I would say in general, it would be great if you could help bring my work to a broader audience. At the time, I hadn't really thought specifically about Alcatraz. You know, in general, the Foresight Foundation that I direct is a small not-for-profit that does public artworks about place. And we have worked pretty extensively in the national park system here in the Bay Area, Presidio in particular, with exhibitions that illuminate both the natural and cultural history of this amazing community. So we, I'd worked in the Civil War period for, we've worked in bunkers, we've worked uh, in the historic forest, and always with an eye to the next project, always an eye with what other historic locations that are rife with information and history and presence could we engage with the voice of a contemporary artist. And when I went to see him and we talked about his detainment, we talked about his increasing interest in being a human rights activist and supporting others and speaking out for people that were unable to do so for themselves, it suddenly occurred to me that Alcatraz would be an amazing location because not only does it have a history of detainment, but also of protest. Some of the early prisoners of conscience, uh, the, the Hopi leaders, were incarcerated on Alcatraz for not being willing to send their children to government schools. So it really had a, a history that was perfectly aligned with what Weiwei was interested in doing in an art exhibition. I've honestly never even been to Alcatraz because it's always so booked up. So that just tells you how many people go through there every single day. Like I read, there was 900,000 visitors during the time of the exhibition and over 90,000 postcards were sent, which is just such an incredible, beautiful thing for not only the people sending them, but of course the people receiving them. And I love how this documentary continues to tell that story. Once the postcards are sent, going back and forth between these people and just creating a connection between them that I think is so wonderful. I know that there's also the book that came out. At what point did you decide that this needs to be a documentary as well? Well, it was very interesting because you're right. It's a very densely visited site. There are 5,000 people a day, and it was incredibly challenging to respect the environment there and to put an additional overlay of contemporary art project in a place that's already you know, being heavily interpreted for the visit. But in so many ways, it was the right call because here was an opportunity to talk about some incredibly important issues, you know, the importance of human rights, freedom of expression, our individual responsibility to help create a just society, and the role that communication plays in ensuring that justice. So... Here we are in this incredibly dense environment with people from all over the world, and how to approach them simply in a way that is not intimidating, that is not too sort of art world-centric, and Weiwei walked that line so perfectly with his choice of Lego, for example. You know, there was a very large installation that featured 176 prisoners of conscience from around the world that we worked closely with Amnesty International to select. And 
that could have been a very heavy, a very you know, sort of challenging project for people to approach. But when the portraits were made in Lego, you could see how curious and how engaged people of all ages were mm-hmm. in learning the stories of these people. And I would say the same thing was true of yours truly, that once they found out some of the stories of these brave individuals, it was very easy to ask them to choose someone to reach out to, to write a small message, to send, you know, solidarity, support, or just awareness for their courage and their plight. And honestly, there were two books that were published. One was a general book on the exhibition. The second one was um, called Yours Truly, and it was about chronicling the path of these messages to people um, that were, you know, in receipt of them. And it wasn't until we were halfway through the exhibition that I even gave it any thought that this could be a film. Um, and it only happened when Weiwei approached me and we were talking about the postcard project. And he said, you know, really one of the inspirations for this is that my father, who was sent into exile for many years along with his family, 21 years to be precise, I Ching, his father, was a very famous poet. And some of his poetry actually was deemed seditious by the Chinese authorities, and the family was sent up into the northwest corner of China in Shihutsa, and he was relegated to menial labor for many, many years and was discredited culturally. Halfway through their detention, one day, a postcard showed up from an anonymous admirer saying, you know, you've not been forgotten. You are still one of the most important artists of our generation please have faith. And that affected the family so remarkably that Weiwei remembered it. It kept it with him all these years. And when the opportunity to create this postcard project, reaching out to others in their isolation, it seemed like a perfect moment. It definitely is perfect. And it's just human communication and how important it is, especially to people who are going through such a terrible, unjust thing. And then as far as for you, of course, being the founding executive director of the Foresight Foundation and the principal at Haynes Gallery, and really being a curator and a conduit for art. Now stepping into being a director of this film, what was that process like? And what did it teach you either professionally or personally? sort of complicated. On the one hand, directing a film isn't really all that different than curating an art exhibition. It really is about connecting the conceptual dots, telling a story, knowing your audience, trying to engage them in a way that is meaningful. The actual medium, of course, was new to me, but I hired a wonderful team, Gina Lechbrecht, who is our co-director and editor, David Spaulding and Sharon Wood, who are creative producers, Sean Dana, Motion Graphics, I mean, a number of very skilled people to assist. I certainly could not have done this project without them. Definitely. And we have to talk about the world premiere, the San Francisco International Film Festival. It's going to be Sunday, April 14th, 7.30 p.m. at the Castro Theater. And congratulations, it's already at Rush. So, so great. Yes, and I hope that I don't get as many phone calls from 
friends on this film as I did on the project on Alcatraz saying, it's sold out, can you help? <laughs> I don't have any tickets. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is the screenings will continue. It's just the beginning for this film. And anything else you want to tell the people about this film? You know, only that I'm very proud of San Francisco. You know, this is a place where ideas matter. And this was the home of At Large, I Weiwei and Alcatraz. This is the home of all of the people involved in this project. And how great that it is premiering here in our community. And I am very grateful for that. Definitely. And you can keep up with the film. The website is yourstrulyfilm.com and on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at yourstrulydoc. Thanks so much, Cheryl. My pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today. No problem.